AVSM clients and tenants and anybody who's a fan of our shows. Uh, Jake Johnson here, heading up the property management division, joined by Joe Masselter, the CEO of VSM Real Estate as a whole. And just hopping in here to give you a little update on what the current coronavirus situation is, at least as far as business goes. Uh, some updates in the political sphere, I suppose, as they relate to us as consumers and how VSM is operating during, uh, what are we going into, week three of the shutdown, Joe? Yep, first week on actual lockdown. Yeah, I forgot about that, actually. We're going on four days of formal lockdown, but we've all kind of been doing it here for a couple of weeks now. Uh, so why don't I just start off with a couple of things. The biggest news you've all probably heard on Friday, the House did approve the Senate's bill for a relief package for economic relief, and that was signed by President Trump. Uh, so a couple things on that. It's right around $2 trillion of expenses to give economic relief. Uh, we're looking at, I think the final numbers were $1,200, uh, up to $1,200 per adult with an additional potential $500 per child. Uh, you'll get 100% of that if you make $75,000 or less. Between 75 and 100 grand is a phase out period, and above 100 grand, you get none of that stimulus money. Uh, I think it was they're saying uh, direct deposit will be faster, and it's going to be based on how you filed your 2019 or 2018 taxes. Uh, if you didn't file taxes or if you did a paper check, there will be portals on the IRS website to report your banking information uh, so you can get your check. And they expect most people. To receive their stimuluses, I think it's by the the 14th or the uh, 17th or the 21st of April, which is pretty quick here. Um, unemployment under this bill also got expanded to self-employed and part-time workers. So if you found your industry affected, uh, most certainly reach out to the state's unemployment website. A quick Google search will take you there. See if you're covered, because they did not just expand who can apply but they also increased the amount of benefits, which might stave off a lot of the financial problems for the affected individuals. Uh, and the last guideline before we're done drinking from a fire hose is the federal government did on Sunday extend their coronavirus response guidelines all the way through the end of April. That's the recommended social distancing, not going to places just to get out of the house, you know, like stores, um, things like that. So, Coming up here in a week when Minnesota reevaluates our stay at home order, don't be surprised if the governor also extends that stay at home order and we get to talk over the internet like this a little bit longer. Um, aside from that, Joe, why don't you tell us what the housing market's kind of looking like and how VSM brokerage is adapting and, and handling this uh, right now? Yeah, yeah. I'll talk about a few things. I think, uh, you know, the overall sentiment, I think of this phone call or this, this meeting is we want it to be positive and stuff like that. And, you know, unfortunately the world is not all that positive in every aspect, but it's our job to uh, try and bring it back to that. And I think about, you know, I think about the stimulus and the stimulus isn't meant to save the world. It's meant to be a band-aid to bring us through a bridge to bring us through to the next step to try and figure out how the economy shakes out with this COVID problem. Um, I think if you haven't followed COVID very closely, which I, I've still met a lot of people that don't, and I think that's refreshing because <laughs> it's a little addicting, yeah. but 
The whole idea behind the, the shutdown and the lockdown is that we're delaying the inevitable, but we're trying to delay it so we can prepare ourselves for it. And I think there's kind of a misconception out there that the longer we stay inside, the, wor- the least the problem won't be as bad. And it might not be, but the idea is if you get sick in six months, you will be much more prepared for it if you get, than if you get sick in six hours. So um, I think just understanding that basic tenant of it is okay, whether you believe in it or not. Um, obviously, there's people out there that are much smarter than most of us that do believe in it. And so I'm getting myself, I've gotten myself there. And I just wanted to say that out loud to everybody because I, I, I do want you to social distance. And as it relates to the real estate market, I didn't really notice. Um, I've been watching some of my friends on podcasts and stuff and listening to them too, but I didn't really notice a big change at all until this week. Now that we've gone to full lockdown, um, sellers are being much more difficult when it comes to access to their property, which by the way, isn't the worst thing in the world. It also might be good for us. Um, it might be good for us once this is passed to have some of the, some of those same uh, strict guidelines to getting people into properties. Uh, and then on the buy side, I am getting some pushback finally from people that, you know, they want to abide by the rules and they want to stay inside and they don't want to see properties like they did even a week ago. Um, and I can't fault them for that or, or get down about that, but you're going to see an impact. Um, it's going to be delayed. I think all realtors will tell you we don't get paid the day we write a contract. We get paid 30 to 45 days later. And so I think where most realtors are probably going to feel it is, you know, May and June, um, you know, potentially into July. And, and like you said earlier, this could extend through June. I think some states and some other areas of the world are already pretty much saying that. And so I think that what I like about Minnesota or even the U.S. is we're taking it little by little versus just saying June right now. Let's just see what the world looks like in two weeks, what the world looks like in three weeks. Maybe yep. we've got some magic here. You know, I just think there's too many unknowns. But as it relates to real estate, I don't think it's going to be a fire sale. Um, interest rates have stayed low. Um, I think people are just going to need to be more patient. And unfortunately, the market has not been that way for a very long time. Ever since I really became an agent, I got my license about eight years ago. It's been multiple offers and sell in two weeks. And if we, if we aren't selling in two weeks, what's the problem? Um, so I think, I think the biggest message I have about the real estate market is stay patient. Interest rates are low, demand is still out there, and supply is historically low, and it has been for years, and deals are still getting done. I've lost out in multiples multiple times this week, um, over the past week. So I still have a lot of optimism. I think it, it will get back to normal still in 2020. Um, it will probably be by fall where we start seeing some normalcy in the market. Yep. Um, but I do believe wholeheartedly and without any bias that I, I think that it will, it'll be great. Yeah, no, I, I agree. You know, uh, cautiously optimistic, I think is the phrase and it's probably the best one here. You know, we will see an end to this situation that is guaranteed. The question is when and how much do we have to adjust when we get there? You know, handshakes might not come back doing large group showings of a rental unit or a property that's on market where you're running 20 people through in a half hour might be a thing of the past, but 
we will start getting back to what we used to call normal. Uh, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. So one thing I mentioned earlier is like, okay, so a seller's being a little bit more difficult. They want to understand if a buyer is serious and fully approved to see a property. What? There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you don't want 30 people through your house, even when COVID's not a problem. I think you want serious people and serious inquiries only. And yep. so some of these things that we're learning in the market, bringing gloves to showings, washing your hands, like these are things that we probably should do after COVID, mm -hmm. <laughs> arguably. So I don't think everything we're going to learn from this period of time is going to be useless or, um, or bad. I think some of these things we should continue moving forward. 100% agree. Uh, and on the property management side, we are adjusting a bit. Uh, we sent an email out to a lot of you. We, I think we set it on our market update. We've been shifting towards uh, 3D walkthroughs for a lot of our properties. We're now kind of reining that in a little bit and doing it on vacant units only, uh, just because there is some concern from the, the one guy that we hire to do this stuff for us. We're still doing them. Our leasing director is also doing a lot of Skype walkthroughs where it's just him with his uh, you know, cell phone, smart device, uh, giving walkthroughs. So we're doing everything we can to make sure that we adjust with the recommendations and keep you, uh, our properties, your properties, available to prospective customers. Uh, maintenance is continuing to find vendor, vendors willing to work within this climate. Uh, we just had a conference call this morning and uh, Andre, the maintenance guy, was telling us about two or three other folks who had stepped in the gap and said that they had the proper safety equipment to continue to operate. So we're continuing to make sure that we can fill those needs for the tenants and the homeowners. Uh, and the biggest thing I want to point out that you probably won't get from Joe or I here is a lot of the local level updates, the municipal updates, just because there are so many in the metro area. Uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Bloomington, uh, Brooklyn Center, they all have their own uh, emails that they send out. Go to your local municipality, sign up for your local updates so you can find out what changes that your city is making. Uh, reason for that is they might actually have some sort of relief or stimulus plans that they're talking about as well. I know St. Paul is, a few of the others might get to that point. So make sure that one, you keep yourself involved, but uh, you know, two, just pay attention to what the doctors are saying. And uh, we're here to work with you the greatest ability that we're able to. We'll bring you updates when major stuff happens, uh, like the stimulus bill over the weekend. Uh, outside of that, from a, you know, I guess a friendly neighbor or a uh, property manager brokerage standpoint, Joe, is there any other points of information we should leave them with? Yeah, I mean, I hate, I hate to, you know, sales pitch at this point in time, but it's like, what better time to have a property manager to help you navigate through this? I think, whether you own a high-end rental or a very low-end um, property, uh, there's going to be push and pull with rent over the next few months. Now, a lot of people losing their jobs. Obviously, you see the news with the unemployment rate uh, skyrocketing. We can't evict tenants. There's, we've, we've had a lot of handcuffs put on us. Mm -hmm. But what I think is wonderful is we're expert communicators when it comes to this stuff, and we can work with tenants and owners to the best of our abilities and try and make this work in the short term while we let the economy and everything get figured out. And then in the long term, um, you know, we're going to be there to help dust off the shelves and get the property ready again or get the tenants up to speed again. So 
I think that part's great. I think from a brokerage standpoint, um, you know, I've been asking the agents to use an extreme amount of caution, only show properties that are necessary. Vacant properties are obviously full game. Uh, wear gloves. Uh, masks are hard to come by, but uh, once masks are a little bit more um, available, I think that's another one we need to add. Using hand sanitizer, only driving uh, by yourself and meeting the clients there. I've done showings where I show up early, open up, open up doors, turn on all the lights, let the clients walk through, and then we meet afterwards and discuss it outside. Um, so I think there's just things that we just have to be mindful of and use common sense about. Um, and then I, I hate to keep saying this, but patience, 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 patience. We need to give sellers patience, buyers patience, lenders patience, property management companies patience, consumers, tenants. Everybody deserves a little bit of patience right now because there are so many unknowns. When this broke, how many emails and phone calls did we get? What are we going to do about it? You know, this is pretty unheard of. I mean, yeah. I, and I shouldn't even say pretty. It is unheard of. And we're all working yeah. through it together. We're all learning together. And we're doing the best we can. And, and I know that, you know, my friends in the industry and other management companies feel the same way. So if there's something that our owners or tenants are learning about and they want us to figure out more information on it, I think we're totally open to that. Um, so I, I would just, I, I keep saying patience, but I think that's what we all need to take. And I, I'm probably the worst offender of that. This, the whole thing has given me less patience than anybody, but I'm fighting through it every day. And, um, you know, and I'm trying to instill that in everybody else. Well, and just in closing, uh, you you kind of jogged my my memory on something I did want to say. Uh, you, you guys might have seen the meme about this on Facebook, but with the stimulus being approved, also with some of the economic relief uh, options like suspended evictions, both for tenants and for for homeowners who might fall behind on their mortgages with foreclosure proceedings suspended, just understand that this money that that the U.S. government is taking a loan out on to give to all of us to get us through this tough time. It is designed to go towards those essential bills. Any payments that you defer, the day will come where all of this is lifted and the payments are due in full or they can evict you again. Be smart with the money that you get. If you have to get on a modified program, that's totally fine. Pay whatever you can so that outstanding number stays as small as possible for when this does get lifted, you're not in a hole you can't dig out of. Because I guarantee you, once this is done, we are gonna see an uptick in residential evictions and probably uh, homeowner evictions because a chunk of people did not exercise wisdom through this time and just stopped paying altogether. And what's easier to pay three, $400 less than what you normally would and have to clear potentially 1,200 or 1,600 six months from now, or have to find some way to come up with $12,000. So that's, exercise wisdom. that's a great point. And I think it deserves a little bit more talking about even, and the fact that uh, there's a trip trickle up effect with all of this, right? Um, you know, I'm part of another business, a tap room. And I think about that a lot, but thinking about let's, let's use a tenant as an example, a tenant stops paying their rent. Landlord stops paying their mortgage. Mortgage company doesn't get paid. They're backed by government programs that give leniency for a short period of time. That gets lifted. Now the landlord, the tenant's backed up, the landlord's backed up, the mortgage company servicing the loan is backed up. 
so on and so forth. So the problem is not going to go away. You're not going to get off scot-free. Your credit will be hurt. Um, and that goes for all of us. I mean, I, I think, you know, I own a couple of properties and if I stop paying my credit and my ability to buy in the future will be hindered if I do not make my payments. Um, that's not to say don't reach out and, uh, to, to people and, and talk through options, but don't, don't do that in a predatory way. Um, if you're able to continue making those payments as is, that's your best option. Um, and if you get to a point where you can't, that's when, you know, that's when I would plan to do something about it. So yeah, I could, I could sit on here all day and talk about the trickle up effect of everything. I think about, you know, tap room business of not paying rent and then that landlord's defaulting with their bank and that bank is defaulting above that with investors. And, um, it doesn't get pretty for every, anybody and nobody's going to be in a very forgiving mood six months after COVID is, is wrapped up. So. Totally agree. So with that, uh, vsmrealestate.com is where you can find us. Info at VSM Real Estate is probably the fastest way right now to get a hold of us. A few people watch that email. Feel free to call us 612-353-8080. Uh, since we are forwarding our phone remotely, a lot of times it's getting picked up by the voicemail before our cell phones actually ring. So leave a message. You will get a response. Other than that, anything you'd like to hear us talk about, expound on, or if you have just generic questions regarding our services, or if you're a current client and have questions about the everything going on, reach out to us. We're here for you. Yep. Jake also does uh, guest speaking at $35 an hour if you need his abilities. <laughs> well, we'll see what kind of solicitations come in off that. Awesome. Well, have a good one, everybody.